Hey everybody, and welcome to another exciting, exciting episode of Martial Arts Madness. Here's your host, Master P, that's me, and uh, today we're going to talk about the difference that makes the difference. You know, um, my, my last episode, my last podcast that I, that I did, my last recording, was all about my origin story and uh, how I got started in the martial arts and how I got started uh, in, in teaching specifically here in, in Tulsa and in Broken Arrow. So, one of the things that came out of that was that, uh, of course, we've got a very specific methodology and a very specific system that we use that sets us apart from anybody else. If you ask most instructors, most school owners, hey, what is it that sets your school apart from everybody else? And nine times out of 10, even 99 times out of 100, they're gonna tell you something like, you know, um, I am such and such a degree. I'm, I'm an eighth degree in Taekwondo. I have competed in these many tournaments and I have this many national championships and I've produced thousands of black belts and I'm just really, really good because I'm just that good. Well, I've got a cop passing by. Right? So anyway, uh, going back, and obviously I'm recording this as I'm driving back home um, from, from Colorado, from, from vacation. But anyway, so what are the things that, that really sets us apart from everybody else? Because all of us can say that we've competed in tournaments and we've, we're really good and we're this and such. A, I'm a sixth degree, Master Ham is an eighth degree. La-di-da. That doesn't matter. You can have an outstanding instructor who's only a first degree, second degree, and there's tons of them out there, right? But here's really what sets us apart from everybody else, and uh, it's something that we call um, the, the five-step process. And here's the five steps really quick, and then I'm gonna go deeper into each one of those. So it's caring, belief, challenge, reward, and praise. Caring, belief, challenge, reward, praise. Um, so starting off at the very first one, and I, I'm sure you've heard of the saying, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care, right? Everybody's heard that before, but it's so true. I remember back when I was about five years old, my parents told me about this story because I don't actually remember the actual incident. But they took me to a place to do gymnastics. And when I first started with that group or whatever, um, I think I may have lasted a week. And one of the main things, one of the main reasons why I didn't want to continue wasn't that I didn't enjoy it, but because the coach, I said hi to the coach and I guess the coach didn't hear me. And so the coach never responded back and said hello. And that right there set me off and, and like I, I didn't want to be part of that class. It's like that coach doesn't like me. That coach doesn't care for me. That coach, you know, doesn't pay attention enough to, to see that there's this little kid that wants to say hello and wants to be accepted. So I didn't feel accepted. I didn't feel liked. I didn't feel like I belonged there. So did I continue? 
Of course not. There was absolutely no compelling reason for me to be there. Because I didn't think he cared. So, when, uh, when we have students come into the school, one of our absolute main objectives, main focuses, is to show them in so many different ways just how much we actually care for them, for the parents, for their situation, for whatever uh, issue or problems uh, uh, that they may have, whatever reason that they came to the school, we want, them, we want to let them know just how much we care and just how much we're going to try to help them achieve their goals and aspirations and get them to where they want to be. Because if they don't think that we believe in them, that, that if they don't think that we care enough about them to learn those things, they're not going to stick around. Now, are we 100%? Of course not. But we try our best. So how do we show caring? Number one, it goes back to the tenants, you know, courtesy. Got to say hello. Make sure we are greeting everybody at the door. Make sure that we say hello to everybody that walks in. Give them a handshake. Give them a pat on the back. Maybe a hug. We're a very uh, hug-oriented place over at the school, if you hadn't noticed that. Um, we tell the kids all the time, hey, I appreciate you. I like you. I love you. Uh, you're awesome, right? We show that we care for them. We ask them about their day. Hey, how was your day in school? What did you learn? What was the best thing about school? All those things show that we actually take an interest in the children. We take an interest also in the parents, find out how their day was going, and really make them feel as, as part of the family as much as we can. We include them immediately on Facebook to show them part of the, how they can become part of the community, how they can get support from other students and other parents. Uh, as well as the instructors, and really try to include everybody as best we can. So there's caring. Number two is belief. And sometimes this one is one of the hardest ones, not for us as instructors, but for the students and for the parents. Belief is one of the hardest things. And here's what I mean by that. I remember recently, um, we had uh, uh, one of the parents come up to the front desk and say, hey, Master Pete, uh, I want to sign up my son for, for the tournament, but I know he's not good at this and I know he's not good at that, so what do you recommend? And I was like, dude, I, number one, you're not in a position to say, my kid's no good, okay? Granted, you're the parent, but to, to say those kind of things, it's almost like you don't care for him, right? And I know you do, but you've got to believe in your child. You've got to believe, hey, my child can do this. My child can compete and win. My child can compete and do a great job, whether he wins or not, because winning is not the point of tournaments. Yeah, it's part of it but it's not the whole thing. Sometimes just getting out there and, and you know showing your, your stuff, just showing that you've got the courage and the guts to go out there and compete uh, and be put in a place where you're vulnerable and be put in a place where you know it's gonna be difficult and it's gonna be a challenge and that's the whole point, right? But you've gotta believe that you can do it. The kid has to believe that they can do it. The parent has to believe that they can do it. And sometimes the only way for that to happen is for the instructors 
to believe in the kids first. The kid's not going to believe in himself first. We have to believe in him first. We have to let them know, hey, you know what? You can do this. I believe in you. And give them those small wins, piece by piece. And pretty soon that's how you start to develop the courage, the tenacity, the belief in yourself. You start to develop the self-esteem, self-image, self-worth. Those are the things that make us different as opposed to just teaching, punching, kicking, and, and, and a few patterns. We really have to believe, even though they may not be there yet, they're going to be there. Notice that I use the word yet. Have you ever been in a position where you've said to yourself, I can't do that. Our kids do that all the time. Hey, I can't do that. Well, you may not be able to yet, but you will. And here's the methodology. Here's the, here's the steps that you need to take in order to get there. I believe that you can take this first step. Can you take that first step? Yes? Great. Awesome job. There, you've taken the first step. I believe in you that you can take the first step. I believe that you can take the second. I believe that you can make it all the way to the end. And by instilling that type of belief in the child, or maybe not even the child, maybe even in the, you know an adult student, they start to believe in themselves to the point that they're not going to need us as instructors to believe in them as much. Because once you believe in yourself, you can do just about anything, right? Now, same thing goes for parents. Parents, you've got to believe in your kids. You can't be talking about, hey, my kid's not good at this. Of course he's not. That's why he's there. That's why you were, we're teaching him the martial arts, right? Of course he can't kick straight up. He's not going to be Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee or anybody else, you know, within the first two, three weeks, months, or even first two, three years. It just doesn't happen that way. It's a process. It's a slow but continual process. And you've got to trust and believe that you're going to make it, that, that, that he's going to, he or she is going to make it there, right? Because your belief, your level of belief in your child is going to be directly reflected in their belief of themselves as well. So, very, very crucial point. Very crucial point for a parent to speak only positive words, positive words of affirmation, positive words of, of encouragement not just to the child, which goes without saying, but also about the child. When you're talking to anybody else about your kids, say, yeah, my kid's in martial arts, and he's doing great, she's doing great. You know, she is such and such a belt, and she's working toward getting her black belt. That's all that you need to know. Whoa, what's going on here? Stop in the middle of the freaking highway. All right. So anyway, there's number two, belief. I, I hope I've drilled that one in enough that you can kind of understand belief. Number three is the challenge part. And all of these you got to realize. All of these work together. All of these are so intertwined and interconnected that you can't have one without the other. Here comes the challenge part. And I kind of alluded to this in the, in the previous one under belief, but challenge. How are we going to challenge our kids? We need to make sure that each challenge is appropriate 
for that child's age, emotional development, emotional maturity, skill level, belt level, right? All those things have to uh, be, be taken, uh, taken into account. So we're not going to tell a kid to, you know, kick straight up in the air if they can't, you know, do the splits, for example. So we challenge them slowly, piece by piece, and start building with uh, small incremental improvements. Um, if you can kick up to knee level, well, hey, guess what? I'm going to challenge you to kick up to, uh, you know, thigh level, waist level. And as soon as you can kick up to waist level, hey, now's the time to start moving up. Let's let's start kicking up to uh, to chest level. And slowly but surely, as time progresses, as time moves on, we show them different drills, different techniques, and uh, and different stretches, for example. And pretty soon they're going to start being able to kick a little bit higher and a little bit higher. And they're going to their their technique is going to improve, and we keep pushing and keep pushing and keep challenging, but not to a point where that we're going to break the student, not to the point where they're going to you know collapse, right? Um, and when that student doesn't believe that they can do it, that's where we fall back to the belief part of it, where we have to reassure and make sure that we believe in them. They have to understand that we believe in them and that we know that they can do it. And as soon as they understand that we count on them, that we believe in them, that's when they start improving more and more and more. And pretty soon that belief starts to take over. And that belief goes into their challenges and say, you know what, I, no matter what challenge Master P gives me, no matter what challenge Mr. Jarman gives me, I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability. If I don't make it, I, that means I didn't make it just yet, but I will. So I keep challenging myself. I keep getting challenged at the school. Um, and it's, you know what? It's not just about the challenges of Taekwondo. It's not just about can I punch faster, harder, stronger? Can I kick higher? Uh, can I do you know, 20,000 million patterns? No. That's a big part of it. But what's the other side of it? What is the character development side of the challenge? How about courtesy? Are we saying yes sir, no sir? Yes ma'am, no ma'am. Please and thank you. Are we showing courtesy at the school? Are we showing courtesy at home? Are we showing courtesy in, in school? You know, in a regular school? Those are more of the small challenges that we have every day for the students. Courtesy, integrity, doing the right thing, perseverance, right? No matter what it is, do you have a, a methodology to, do you have a way to instill perseverance? You know, how do you show someone that they can keep going? How do you show someone, how, how do you teach that grit in someone to where they can keep going no matter what? Which is also a dominable spirit. That's grit. Um, so those are those challenges. Then we've got just developmental challenges or, or um, challenges is just human beings. We recently had our purple stripe challenge, and actually I think it's still going on, whereas in one week, every single day, the child has to eat a different vegetable that they hadn't had before. They have to try it. They don't have to like it. They just have to try it. And pretty soon, we have two, 10, 20 kids eating and starting starting to understand in a completely different way 
all these things about health, nutrition, that hey, vegetables aren't that bad. If you cook them properly, they can be delicious. I don't know about Brussels sprouts, they're not my favorite. But spinach and kale and broccoli, I know a lot of kids don't like those things. I mean, I absolutely love spinach and broccoli. Kale, not so much. But it can be good to put together in the right way. Um, so there, there was our purple stripe challenge. So just another way that we challenge our students. But here's another thing. We're also challenging the parents to become better parents, to expose their kids to new and better and different ways of thinking, different ways of eating, um, different ways of living. Very key point, because we don't just train kids. We train their parents as well. Think about that one. Next in line, number four. So, so far we've got caring, belief, challenge. Next one is reward. And the reward is, there's a couple of different ways to look at a reward. A reward can be um, something tangible, something that you have in your hand, like a star or a piece of tape. You know, you learn your pattern, you get the blue stripe on your belt. And that just means, hey, I did the work, I learned my pattern, I got the blue stripe. I did the work, I get the reward, okay? This goes into uh, what we call the work and reward system. For kids especially, but also for adults and anybody else, we always work in the work and reward system. You put in the right kind of work, you should get the reward, okay? If you didn't get the reward, either A, um, well, I won't go into that, but, so, work and reward system. How long am I going so far? 17 minutes, that's not too bad, 18 minutes. So the work and reward system. So uh, you do the work, you get the reward. You do the pattern, you get the reward. Now what if I do the pattern and I don't get the reward? Well, did I do my pattern correctly? Did I miss any moves? Are my stances correct? That's also part of the work. At, at one level, okay, the challenge is just learn the pattern. The next level is start to make improvements, small improvements in the, in the pattern. Stances, focus, balance, making sure uh, my techniques are correct within the pattern. That's a big part of doing the work, right? So, another form of reward is a star. Okay, these are character stars, uh, the gold stars that goes along the, the, the collar. And so, for example, let's say, uh, and actually we had this happen not too long ago, one of our kids, one of our kids uh, found his father uh, at home, and I don't know all, I don't remember all the details, but uh, I, I guess his insulin level had dropped to such a point that he was, he was almost dying, and so, um, this, I think he's eight years old, nine years old. He ended up calling 911 and ended up saving his father um, and called just in time so that the, the ambulance came and they, they, they took him up. I mean, can you imagine? You're a nine-year-old kid. You see your dad, you know, laying on the ground, comatose, like unconscious, 
you don't know what's going on, you, you know something's really wrong, and he, he was, he had the, the, the uh, wherewithal, the, the understanding that he needed to call 911, that he knew how to do that, and saved his dad. That's pretty amazing. He got a gold star for that from, from us, rewarding that kind of behavior, that kind of uh, uh, awareness, and that kind of action. So what, what's another way that we can do or talk about reward? So another reward can be just, hey, high five. You did a great job. High five. You know? Give me a hug. You did a great job. You get a hug. You get a high five. You get a pat on the back. Those are all forms of reward as well, right? Um, sometimes we also reward kids for doing the right thing at home. Let's say uh, somebody's not quite behaving. Here's how to correct behavior in a very simple way, but a very effective way. So let's say little Johnny's not behaving quite right at home. Or maybe let's say that little Johnny's not doing his chores at home. He's not cleaning up his room. He's not washing the dishes. He's not, um, you know, taking the, the, the dogs out for a walk so he can poop, right? So kids are notorious for wanting different types of things and rewards so one of the ways that we do that is say hey if you do such and such if you do let's say it's uh, you know taking out the trash if you or, or cleaning up your room keeping your room clean if you keep your room clean for the next three days you get a stripe if you keep your room clean for the next three days you get another stripe and if you get keep your room clean for the next three days, you get the third stripe, and with that stripe comes a gold star. You continue that cycle. You, you continue um, having him do that work. He keeps getting the rewards. It's a it's a self self fulfilling. No, it's a um, it's an upward spiral of behavior, and pretty soon that behavior starts to become automatic to where you don't have to teach him anymore. You don't have to train him anymore. You don't have to ask him anymore because it becomes automatic. It becomes a habit. Um, so there's reward. You have to give your kids rewards for doing the right thing. Be a good finder. It's another way of saying it. Be a good finder. Find the good things that your kid's doing. Reward them. Okay? You can even use um, games, video games. Nintendo, or no, I guess not to Nintendo anymore. <laughs> I guess I'm dead Xbox, you know, or whatever tablet, you know. Use those things as a as a reward. They don't get to use it all the time. No, you do the certain kind of work, you get the reward. You clean up your room. Once your room is clean, once your homework is done, you get 15 minutes on this tablet. There's your reward. Let's go to the last one. Praise. So far we've got caring, belief, challenge, reward, and praise. Praise is kind of going back all the way to the caring part, right? You praise your child, you praise yourself, you praise other people. And 
it's super important. Talking about the, the five love languages, right? How do you praise someone? Praise being verbal way of praise. Hey, I appreciate you. I like you. I love you. Most people don't hear those words enough in their life. I remember uh, talking to someone uh, about their relationship and they, they told me that they were never praised by their parents. It was always criticism. It's like, hey, you didn't do this. This sucked. This was awful. You need to do better. Yada, yada. And they never actually heard, hey, you did an outstanding job. I like you. I appreciate you. I love you. Think about that for a minute. How many times do you hear the word no? How many times have you told your kids no? But how many times have you actually told your kids, I love you. I want to reward you. I want you to feel good. Right? You have to praise your kids. We praise our kids all the time. Even for the smallest things. That's kind of like a reward as well. But it also shows how much we care about them. If you do a really good kick, hey man, that was an awesome kick. Way to go. <clears throat> hey dude, that was fabulous. One of the ways that uh, I was taught back about three, four, five years ago uh, in order to make, make something sound new and different every time, we go down the alphabet. And so I challenge you to go down the alphabet and pick out a different word for each letter of the alphabet that demonstrates some kind of praise. So A, hey man, that was awesome. B, that was beautiful, beautiful kick, man. C, um, oh, <laughs> anyway, C, I can't remember C right now. <laughs> but you can think of something, think of a word C. D, dynamite. Man, that was a dynamite pattern. I can't believe how, how well you rocked out. Right? Praise. Praise your kids. Hey man, that that was a dynamite job cleaning up your room. Here's a way to make it a little bit faster, a little bit better next time. But dynamite job. Okay? High five, big reward. Praise. Praise, praise, praise. That's another way that we systematically and consistently develop someone's self-worth, self-image, and self-esteem. Right? Even though they may have not gotten it perfect. Hey, you know what? I, I reward the effort. I praise the effort. Hey man, that was a fabulous try. Here's how we can make it better. Right? So therefore, it's not a negative thing. It's no. It's a very positive thing. You did a fabulous job. Okay? That was a great try. You I mean hallelujah. You did it. Now we're going to tweak it and make it a little bit better. Right? There comes the challenge part of it. So that's how everything all ties in together. So let's recap. We've got caring. You've got to care for your kids, man. Belief. Believe in them. Challenge. We challenge them every day. A little bit more every day. Reward. We reward them not just for the, uh, the results, but also for the actual work done and for the effort. And praise. Same thing. You praise them for the effort. Keep encouraging them. I encourage you guys to make yourselves better every day. 
Thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.